You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And if you've listened to our podcast and you follow the Dunstan Group, you realize that we love our community, but we do love to give back to nonprofits. We love working with nonprofits. We've had over 17 on this uh, podcast, and we're so excited to bring on Cher Charlotte today, who represent and work with over 427 nonprofits, which is a huge number. And I'm just excited to hear how an organization has brought brought that together and really kind of created an avenue to support the nonprofits locally. Uh, so we have Melissa Hovey and Nicole Copsis here from Share Charlotte. And let's talk about this. Like if you've ever wanted to volunteer with a charity that fits your passions, but didn't really know where to look, good news, right? We have a place that's a one-stop shop here in Charlotte that serves that purpose exactly. Share Charlotte is where you can go to find ways to plug in and make an impact with over 427 nonprofits in the area, as well as signature campaigns like Giving Tuesday, CLT, and Do Good, Do Good Week. Uh, Nicole and Melissa are here to join the Brand Butters podcast. Tell us how it started. Tell us what awesome things that they're doing with the nonprofits. And we're so blessed to have you guys here to really tell about Charlotte, tell about the nonprofit world that we live in, and ultimately, hopefully, we can elevate those nonprofits that you work with and really give a, a, an avenue and a tool for people that, that want to give back. So thank you guys and welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having yeah, us. We're happy to be here. Yes, thank you all for being here, Melissa and Nicole. So the idea of Share Charlotte, that just makes sense. It, mm-hmm. it sounds good. Like how, how did that idea come about and how did you get started here? Yeah. Well, um, it was started about six years ago by our founder, Kelly Brooks. She was a former NASCAR executive in marketing and was just trying to figure out how to get involved, how to volunteer, how to get her family to volunteer, was having a really hard time navigating the nonprofit community, like, where, where do I find them? How do I get to them? So she kind of just set out to make the Google of nonprofits and just make an online engagement platform to make it easy to find nonprofits to get involved in. And then it just evolved into much, much more than that. Um, you know, we really talk about how we serve two different communities. We serve the nonprofits. So we're just trying to be an easy resource for them. We're a free resource for them to have a profile on our site for the ways that people can either donate to them, volunteer with them, or shop for them through their Amazon wish list. So just an easy way for the community to get involved and find them. And then we also serve the the neighbor community, our neighbors in Charlotte and our business community, finding ways that they can plug into the nonprofit community in just fun and engaging ways. Just something um, everybody in Charlotte is really so generous, and we're just trying to make it fun and easy to get involved. Uh, To your point, I literally had a meeting with a young lady who's brand new to Charlotte. She moved here from Chapel Hill, and she's interested in getting involved with some nonprofit on a volunteer standpoint maybe fundraising standpoint and all of that just two days ago. And she was asking me what charities we're involved in. And I told her mm-hmm. and, and I asked her, what is your passion? You know, and she started telling me that. And I said, well, I'll connect you with whomever I can because we're pretty well connected. And uh, anyway, long story short, this is perfect timing because I will send her your link and say, this is brilliant. This is exactly what you're looking for. Figure out which one you want to connect with and do it. You know? Exactly. Yeah, and I think yeah. to your point that Share Charlotte was born out of necessity, so it, there was a gap in that ability to find easily um, nonprofits that that everybody has a heart for. So it's no longer that you just Google and the nonprofits that can afford to have advertising or who have the biggest names yield to the top of your Google search. Share Charlotte evens the playing field for everyone, so that 
if you don't know who you care about, but you know what you have to give or um, in what way you want to give, then you can go to Share Charlotte and everyone's on that even playing field has the same amount of exposure on our website. And so it fills that that need. You know, we um, as a business, we we want to give back from money, but we also want to give back from from being involved in organizations. And I think a lot of people in this day and age, they want to have transparency. They want to know where their money is going. So an organization that we do a lot of work with and we've been blessed to work with them is a 24 Foundation and really understanding where the money that you're giving and where that's going to me is really important. And it makes me actually get more energized and energetic about going and raising money for those funds because I know exactly what I'm supporting um, is that something that you guys also kind of provide on that website? And is that something that maybe you've heard from people in the community that they say, like, I would love to give back, but maybe I don't really know who I want to give back to. And you read those horror stories online about, you know, Red Cross and Goodwill and, you know, the Goodwill CEO makes like two million a year or something. I'm like, good what's night, that? buddy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> giving back, baby, giving back. Um, yeah, exactly. What's that? So tell us a little bit about, you know, that from that perspective. Yeah. And, and it, I mean, your website's amazing. It seems very easy to find all that information. Um, so it's awesome. So tell yeah. me. Yeah. No, I think um, while we don't, you know, look through their financials to vet them, we do make sure that they are viable businesses and um, that they have a, a meaningful way that people can back and a meaningful way that they serve the Mecklenburg County community. Um, but yeah, you know, we, um, we find trying to find interesting ways for people to give back. Um, one way that's actually coming up fairly soon is called a shop for good promotion where, um, you know, to support a nonprofit, what you can do is buy the things they need to run their businesses and programs. Like for example, the men's shelters need locks so that people coming to their facility can put all their worldly possessions into a locker. They may not have a lock, but not, but for six bucks, you can buy them a lock, um, Urban Ministry Center needs razors for the people they serve. So these are easy ways that the community can give back. They know that their money is going to something good and to serve the people that it's meant to serve. So um, we we just try to find ways that people can do that, um, you know, in easy ways that are, are transparent like that. I love that. That's similar to like Classroom Central, you mm -hmm. know, and, and yeah. what they've done and, and what they've developed. And it's amazing that they've created kind of a store for teachers to be able to go in and get supplies. And um, it, it's cool. So that's pretty neat. And I like how it's not just here's money. It's like, Hey, like this could be something that you could purchase and then provide to a charity. Right. And I feel like that like feels better, you know, and then just yeah. kind of like, right. I'm not, Hey, look, everybody, we like checks. All right. right. We like, we like <laughs> nonprofits love the money, but at the same time, if you can actually give a product that can do that, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so very neat. So tell us about, you know, I am, I'm new to the, uh, to being a parent. I have a 16 month old and um, we actually just had the founder of Bella Tuno on our podcast and, and it's very interesting her story about how they give back and they give one meal per item that they sell. And it's really cool that she created that entire message, but it's, it was interesting because her family uh, battled addiction and she talks about how, how that's a big issue in her family. And with me having a child at 16 months old, like, that's what I'm scared about. Right. But like, ultimately I want my kid at the age of 18 to be a contributing member, a good contributing member to society. But I also want him to understand what it's like to volunteer. And, and we will do that as he grows up. Um, is there an, an avenue where kids can get involved? Is there an avenue where you might be able to have, you know, somebody that is interested? And like I mentioned, Bella Tuna, her daughter started a charity that has raised over $250,000 for people with addiction. She's 11. Awesome. 11. <laughs> like, what am I doing with I my life? 11. I'm like, that's incredible. So we have those moments. Yeah. Often yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So tell us, like, if kids want to get involved as well, because I think parents, it's you have to 
you look at what it, how our society is, right? It's right now, if you focus on your community, your neighborhood, the school district, and you get your kids involved and your family involved in giving back, guess what? When they're older, they're going to continue to do that and hopefully raise their children the same way. So like, I want to be able to do that, but also I don't want to just take my kid to the charities that I like. Like I want to say maybe like if he could kind of go find his own and do that. So I think that's something that's really great about ShareCharlotte.org and those filters that I was mentioning earlier. We do have a filter for kids, and you can choose an age range um, that's appropriate, and and it'll filter down the volunteer opportunities that would be ideal for that age range, and it it still includes all the different causes and all of the different um, issues that they might be interested in. So it's a way to filter it down to what's appropriate for them, but also still let them explore the different causes and what they might care about most as opposed to imposing, oh, you're going to go to this organization today and you're going to serve this meal or build this house or whatever it is. It allows them to still explore their interests while filtering down to what makes most sense for them. So, so that's how it works, right? People just go on your website and Sign up for something, essentially? Yeah, basically, what it does is we connect you directly to that nonprofit. So you click the button of, like, for a child may want to make help make math flashcards for Classroom Central or Heart Math Tutoring. Well, that request goes straight to that organization. It just makes that direct connection. They respond to you. You work out the time that you can go volunteer with them, and you guys take it from there. But we're just really trying to make it easy to make that direct connection with the nonprofit. And then they're, the nonprofit's able to serve up um, all kinds of opportunities for in different ways people can get involved. That is awesome. I wish I had known about this like when I moved to Charlotte. <laughs> I was 20 years ago. You, you guys are, what did you say, seven six. years, six years mm-hmm. old? Yep. So cool. Do you know how many connections you all have made in the six years? Any idea on that stat? I don't know. <laughs> I answer that. I know that we've um, we just looked at how many nonprofits, like right now on our site, currently there's 427, but over 800 have been part of us. Um, over the past six years. So we, you know, as nonprofits sometimes come on, sometimes go off, um, we're able to filter that through. But I mean, we, from a, from the amount of neighbors that come and visit our site, we have thousands and thousands on a monthly basis um, that come visit our site. In fact, the volunteer opportunity is one of our fastest growing sections of our site where we're having like 100% month over month growth. I mean, I think that's where people really find a way that wow, I can do exactly what I want to do when I want to do it um, and, and be able to connect with that um, nonprofit to do that. So Yeah, and one thing I'll say too is the stat we care about most in reference to our website is really new users, right? Because once you've connected with the nonprofit you care about, the idea is that you find the one that pulls on your heartstrings and you stay loyal to them and become a very active and engaged volunteer with them. So you might only use Share Charlotte once. You find the organization and then once you're connected with them, you don't really need us anymore. Um, so new users are really who we're chasing so that we can make those connections and, and get to the next batch of people who want to get involved. Yeah. Got it. Can companies and like community groups sign up as a group? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, to Nicole's point, we've got filters for groups and things like that. And a lot of businesses actually come and talk to us and say, we've got a community involvement event that we want to have our young professional group do. And so we'll help make that connection for them and find a nonprofit that works for them and what their employees care about. And um, so, yeah, we're able to make all those kinds of connections. Have you seen an increase in, in, you know, we're in the marketing space and a lot of marketing these days is not necessarily look at me, I'm great. We're the best company in the world, right? Mm -hmm. It's more look at our team, look at our culture, look what we do for the community, look what we do to give back. Granted, if you're a business, you, you, you hopefully are not a business just to make money, but you have to make money to be a business, right? 
But I've seen that from marketing, which I love because I want people to give back from the nonprofit standpoint. Have you guys seen a, an increase in corporations, companies, businesses that now have really not only thought about that, but like they're jumping in, right? Because you look at marketing these days, Duke Energy, prime example. Like look at a Duke Energy commercial now, right? Yep, they're wanting right. you to connect deep with the people that work there. They want you to connect. It's more. It's not, oh, my power went off, you know. Ugh. It's more about like, oh, my power went off, but the line guy. Mm-hmm. All these other people are doing their job, right? So it's like it's more than just, we're your power people. Woo-hoo. Yep. It's more about what, what we're doing to give back and all those things. So I'm just interested to see from you guys from not necessarily an analytic standpoint, mm-hmm. but obviously, have you seen an increase in that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean, I think you're, you're smart business if you know that you need to attach to local social good. Um, because if you care about your town, you're going to have brand loyalty, you're going to engage your employees better. And so we are seeing a really nice increase in the amount of businesses that seek us out to say, you know, help me find a great nonprofit that I can partner with um, so I can get involved with from a volunteer perspective or that I, you know, or I want to invest with um, and help share Charlotte, help lift all the nonprofits. So help raise the promotion for all their different efforts. So yeah, we're seeing a a huge increase and we're really excited to see that. Is there any um, specific, um, sorry, is there any specific category or maybe area of expertise that people are starting to maybe want to latch onto or even create new charities around like addiction, cancer, I'm just kind of interested because there's so many charities out there and there's there's probably one for anything that you're passionate about. But I'm just interested with, you know, addiction being at an all time high and people are now actually getting out there and speaking about it. I'm, I'm curious to see if there's more of a push there. Or if you even know, I mean, this might be a question where it's you don't know. And if once somebody has that passion to start it, they do it. Yeah. So I'd say we I can't necessarily speak to new causes or issues that are being tackled. What we can speak to more so is seeing the collaboration among nonprofits that are in the same space mm-hmm. coming together to say, why are we, we're not here to fight over volunteers, fight over dollars. Why don't we come together and approach funders together or um, raise volunteers together? And, and um, I think that that's kind of the new way to tackle causes and issues is in this collaborative spirit as opposed to starting new nonprofits or new initiatives it's coming together to see what are we all already doing that we could be doing together because there's power in numbers and power in all of their reach. So um, I don't know if that exactly answers No, that's a better answer, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's better. We're going to all collaborate together. And I mean, I think it's neat. Like Charlotte is a is a, a city that you can build your own brand, but ultimately it's a big city, but it's a small city, right? So like you can really make an impact. I grew up in Atlanta. I tell my parents this all the time. It's like, I felt like a number, right? I felt like there was really, it would be very difficult for me to make a true impact. And then when I came to Charlotte nine years ago, it's amazing what this city can do. And it's amazing how quickly you can make a difference. Um, and, and to have a tool that you guys have now, that's fantastic. So one of the things I was looking on um, on your website, and, and Nicole, this one's for you. You are the chief storyteller. That's so right. I, that's my fun title. Yeah. Should we ask for a story? Or, yeah. or I mean, I tell us we, a story oh, about Diesel. Need, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, the mascot. Okay. They got a mascot named Diesel. And Nicole's the chief storyteller. Yep. This is a We've hell of a group. A, got a marketing ninja in there too. That's right. So. Oh, marketing ninja. You guys are just killing the titles. Um, <laughs> so tell, what is it like to be a chief storyteller? And I, we, this is what the podcast is all about, right? We, we had conversations with people that we do business with, people we don't do business with. And like, you know what? That could have been really cool if we recorded it. How about create a platform to tell the stories of Charlotte? And that's why we did this two years ago. And it was probably just a crazy pipe dream. And now we're, we're doing a hundred episodes and I think me and Scott have no idea 
And it would yeah, we just way. dropped Garrett's uh, podcast today, as a matter of fact. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He was in yeah. our last session, and I saw he's on your board of directors, which he is really sure cool is. to see. And that's yeah. that's that right there is the connectivity in the community that we're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. Charlotte um, gets really small when you start it, having those it, conversations. It really is. <laughs> you know, they say six degrees of separation. Yeah. It's really more like two. Yeah. yeah. Maybe <laughs> one in yeah. Charlotte. So. so you hear that, everybody. Be nice. <laughs> anyway, back to the storytelling. How? Do, yeah, tell us, like, what is a storytelling title? What's that all about? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Chief Storyteller, obviously a a fun title, but it comes with some um, pretty big tasks. Having 427 nonprofit partners, um, my my biggest thing that I'm up against all the time is trying to talk about everyone all the time and um, finding those stories that are really going to hit home with the neighbors that we're telling those stories to to try and and get them to take action with our nonprofit partners. So we do have um, a few different content series. We have a monthly series, a weekly series that um, I'll try to accomplish the task of talking about all of our nonprofit partners um, as much as oh possible. So, and and I will say, you know, I don't know what I what I don't know. So, um, a lot of the times, it's actually going to our nonprofit partners and saying, "Please share your stories with us." And I think sometimes nonprofits are hesitant to to really ask for what they need. And and part of my job is to help them ask for what they need by telling a story around the causes that um, they support. Uh, your website says discover 427. Mm-hmm. Is that the number you're working with to try to tell these <laughs> stories? <laughs> yes. Oh my um, currently, and that number, you know, like Melissa mentioned, uh, fluctuates. Uh, there'll be five added on one week and we'll lose two one week. Just they've either gone out of business or they've uh, gone a different direction. But it's a very um, competitive yeah, the, space. I mean, really. And like you said, there's a lot of people in Charlotte that want to do good, but where do they do good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? absolutely. Well, and that's interesting. You brought up a good point. Like, with the amount of charities out there, you guys have kind of created that, I guess, resource to be able to, to sort of to bring them to, it right. between the. And what do those yeah. numbers look like? Like, I'm always curious, and I, I feel like this is really cool that people now can go to your website and, and find something that they're passionate about or find something that they feel, um, you know, the heart to, to go and, and help out. But, like, what are the numbers like as far as how many people have volunteered? And do you guys have statistics around that? Like, what did last year look like or what does this year look like? I'm just curious to see. You know, what is our, our city doing? Yeah. And do we need to start yelling at them right now? Like, yay. You know what so, I mean? yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do we need to start yelling? No. Um, yeah, and I don't I don't know if Melissa can answer this better than I can. Um, off the top of my head, I don't know a certain statistic. I can tell you that, you know, a week into July, we had like 200 people signed up to volunteer. All right. So, it, and it depends on the month, mm-hmm. too. I mean, it, as everything in life ebb and flows, there's different sure. seasons of people getting really involved and. Um, you know, I think that different things going on in our city it can inspire action at different times of the year, too. Um, I don't know that we know an overall. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like I mentioned, it, it is the largest visited portion of our website. So it's thousands sure. of people coming in a month. Although um, there is something called National Volunteer Week happens in April. We hijacked it and made it super local and cool and call it Do Good Week. And so it's a week that we're talking about volunteer opportunities um, through our nonprofit partners. It's like usually like the second week in April. But we have thousands of people that come through our site. And the cool thing about that is the nonprofits are really able to advertise, if you will, and we're creating this giant conversation about why you should go out there and volunteer. And it's not just about, you know, volunteering that week. Um, it's about pledging time to go volunteer at a later point or when in the summer when your family's all around and, you know, have a little more time on your hands. You know, so it's just about creating that conversation about why you should volunteer, why it makes a difference, not only to the nonprofit, but also to you for like, um, you know, this could, as a young professional, it could help 
build a skill set, or um, it could you could join a board and make a, a huge impact. Um, so there's just always all kinds of ways you can give back, and we just are trying to meet people where they are. I'm curious too. You all have a fairly large team, and you don't have to answer it if you, if you don't want to. But are you all a nonprofit? How do how do you support your staff and what you're doing? Yeah. You have to go out there and fundraise, or are you partners with the nonprofits that in turn pay you all to do this? And and again, you don't have to answer that if you don't want to. I'm just curious. Oh, no, we're happy to be completely yeah. transparent, yeah. and we get this question often, as you can yeah. imagine. We are a 501c3 ourselves. Um, for us, it's just a tax designation. We operate like a full-fledged business, as mm -hmm. we believe all of our nonprofit partners should as well. Um, to answer any questions about, we don't get any kind of fee or pass-through fee for being the liaison between neighbors and our nonprofit partners. Um, it's a completely free service for our nonprofit partners to have that profile on our website and for us to promote their causes and what they have going on. Share Charlotte stays funded by um, funders who see value in investing in us as a way to invest in hundreds of nonprofits at one time. Mm -hmm. So we'll have funders come on for those big campaigns like Hashtag Giving Tuesday, CLT, and Do Good Week that Melissa was just talking about. So they sort of sponsor that week or whatever yeah. you have going on. Exactly. Yeah. And um, we also have sponsors for our content series that I run. And um, those little things that they see good value in investing in as a way to talk about multiple causes at once, um, that's how we find um, the money to stay yeah. <laughs> operating ourselves. <laughs> but Very a totally cool. fair question. Yeah. because. Yeah. It, it, it was often. very important to us to not compete with the nonprofits for money. We, you'll never see us saying, hey, donate to Share Charlotte. That's not what we're about. Now, do you guys, um, with corporations that are coming and giving back, and have you guys tried to create kind of like a, uh, a directory of businesses that support that, whether it's professional services, whether there's things that they can donate? Um, how does that work? And, and if corporations are interested in not only donating, but also supporting that and maybe able can bring something, whether it's a professional service, legal services, products, et cetera, how does that work? Yeah, so I work with a lot of our business partners. Um, we haven't created a formal directory on that, but we talk to them on a monthly, bi-monthly basis. We launch a, um, a publication to them called Share 365, where we're talking about how they can give back, um, how they can either plug into a nonprofit and give back. We highlight businesses that are give back to generate ideas. Or we're just trying to bring forth, you know, thought leadership around why giving back is important. It's important to your employees. It's important for retention. It's important to build your brand. Um, so we're trying to speak to that set. But um, we, we we love working the local business community. It's so generous. Um, there's probably a lot more we can do on that front. Well, we would love to help you. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> the, and I think that's awesome. And I think, but I think there's a lot of, of companies out there. If you okay, here's a great. We had a conversation probably about two months ago. And we were talking about. Uh, how can millennials get involved and how can millennials elevate uh, where they are within an organization or a corporation? And the number one answer was get on a board of a nonprofit, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because you are now sitting at the table with decision makers. You are sitting at the table with people that you will never be able to have a conversation with on the street or vice versa. And so you now have a brand that has been elevated. So not only are you getting the opportunity to give back, you're also supporting your professional career. And it's going to be interesting for me to kind of follow that and see how many people actually jump on that. Because if you look at a board, a board used to be people in 50 and above that all had money and they sat there and told everybody what was up. Now it's bringing in young people that have ideas that are creative, that can can promote that brand on social media, that can support it, whatever their strength is. So I, I, I think it's pretty interesting to see how the dynamics will change there. Um, I think you kind of answered this question, but maybe go back more into from a personal standpoint. 
you know, what is some of your advice for people that might be listening to this podcast that want to give back? Um, you know, maybe they haven't checked out your website. Maybe all they have to do is go check out their website. But like, what is your advice to somebody that's like, well, I'm not really passionate about something or, you know, cancer maybe hadn't really affected my life or, you know, addiction's not really a thing. And like, so they, they're really having a hard time figuring out what am I going to give back that's going to make me get up and have purpose? Like what's going to make me get up in the morning and go, I cannot wait to give back because this is what gives me that energy. And do you guys have any advice on that? I know it's kind of a broad question and I hit you with a couple different angles. Yeah. So I would say, you know, we've joked before that finding the nonprofit you care most about is a lot like dating. You, you have to date around and it's okay <laughs> to go on just, just one date with the yeah. nonprofit and, and decide they're not for you. Um, we would much rather you do that and end up finding the one you care about most who you want to <laughs> keep seeing over and over and um, really commit to to be a we'd rather you be a really engaged volunteer for one nonprofit that you've decided you have a heart for than to, um, you know, take a look at our website say, well, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and decide that right off the bat, you don't have a heart for any of the nonprofits or you're, you don't feel a strong pull. Well, why don't you go for one one hour to volunteer with them and just see if you like them. And there's no organization that's going to want you to stay and volunteer again if, if you don't really want to be there, right. uh, to be completely honest. So um, it's kind of the dating around of, of different volunteer opportunities until you do find what's best for you. And we know that giving back is so personal and that it doesn't look the same for everybody. So, um, you know, I really think taking the time to decide what you look forward to doing with your time, because it is a commitment of time. And um, I think that you have to be excited to be doing it, to make it a habit and continue to do it, which is really the action we're trying to inspire instead of these one-offs of check the box, I volunteered this month. We, we want you to find that one that you care about most so that you go back time after time and really make an impact. Well, I'm I on your website. It's very well done. And when you, when you click find and fund good, I mean, there's literally something for everyone. There's kids, families, adults, seniors, military, environment, animals. And then it breaks down into all the categories below that, abuse and neglect, addiction, animal adoption. I mean, it just goes on and on. And there's hundreds in each of those categories. So if you can't find something that yeah. you care about, <laughs> you might want to read some Maybe books or you. something yeah. figure out, yeah, <laughs> like figure out who you are and then and then figure out who you want to get back to. Yeah, and something else I'd love to, to plug here too is an upcoming event that, that we have in partnership with the YMCA. It's actually been an event that's been around for uh, this will be its seventh year. It's called hashtag YP Mixer CLT. So as far as millennials finding a nonprofit that they care about, this is an event that will have 50 nonprofits on site all at one time at Brewers at 4001 Yancey. Um, and it's an opportunity for them to not only go and network with other young professionals who have a heart for giving back to the Charlotte community, but to meet 50 nonprofits all at one time is a, a really unique opportunity to be in the same room and and have all of those conversations at once and and kind of speed date now <laughs> through yeah. Um, some different organizations that are in town that, that they could get to know better in just a quick conversation. When Do you know when that event is? We sure do. August 6th, 6.30, That's awesome. We, uh, we do it's right we, around the corner. Uh, yeah. 4001 4, Yancey is, uh, is one of our clients as well. We love working oh, with them. Um, they're, they're great and, and such a cool space. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going. Oh, yeah. I'm for sure going. Um, that's really cool. I'll, uh, my wife's gone too, so <laughs> She's sorry, honey. Yet. She don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, just told her. Um, but so that's cool. And um, let's jump into one thing that it was interesting, and 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 you mentioned this about creating or, or or finding a charity that you're passionate about. One of my biggest pet peeves is through social media 
it seems like everybody is donate, 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 donate. And I'm like, dude, you want me to donate to 27 charities like in 27 days? And it just seems like it's just like, oh, my God, another person is like putting something on there. So do you just recommend somebody when you find one and make that like your your big go to, like make a difference. Don't try to raise $20 for 27 charities. Take all of that and focus on one. And if everybody did that, I feel like it would be it would be so much more fun because it would be like, oh, hey, Brian, you know, like his charity that he works with is 24 Foundation. Like that's what he wants to do. That's where I know when he's calling me and asking for money every year, that's what it's going to be. Right. Yeah. And there's, and we're not changing because cancer has affected my family and has affected people in our, in our company. So that's my passion. That's what I want to support. Is that good advice for people? Like, what Absolutely. would you? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, you know, I think you just have to meet people where they are and, you know, I guess, you know, don't want to tap on these resources too many times, but we talk about how you could give money. You could, um, you know, offer your social media reach. Like you could help forward the post out to, People when when we run Giving Tuesday CLT, we just talk about how there's so many different ways you can give for volunteering or helping them through social media with likes and follows and things like that. So you know, it's, I think we just talk about how to meet people where they are. You don't have to always just be giving the money. So that's I saw a meme that somebody puts up. But it was like if you're not supporting local business, and this could work for local nonprofits by liking, commenting, sharing, and supporting that on social media, you have no idea if you were to share something that one of your friends in your network, maybe they don't have something they're passionate about and they see that and then they become passionate about it. So, so there's a lot of people that underestimate the power of social media from that aspect where it's like, oh, I don't know, you know, I mean, it is what it is. It's like, if you, hey man, show some love, you know, put yeah. a like, make a comment in there. Like, let's see what's going on. Yeah, so. social media has become one of the really big ways that we tell people that they can give back. So it's, you know, if you don't have, money, give your time. If you don't have time, you're scrolling by on social media, like throw it a share, throw it a like, because you don't know who in your um, repertoire that it could reach and that it could really affect and they mm -hmm. might share it on a well. The power of social media is just incredible. And yeah, it's wild. So what's, um, as we kind of wrap this up, we definitely want to talk about how people can get in touch with you. Obviously your website's number one. Um, but what's next for, for share Charlotte, yeah. you know, what is the, when you sit around the table and you're like, wow, we have 427 nonprofits. What are we doing to the point of like, where do you want to go? Like where, where's the, where's the purpose? What's next for you guys? And what can we look forward to? Um, not only as a consumer, but hopefully people that jump in and volunteer and support you guys and, and all the charities uh, in and around Charlotte. Yeah, well, I think we're just we're just trying to bring the city the neighbors and the nonprofits together. So the more that we can see those two um, parts of the puzzle coming together to do good in, in Charlotte, that's great. Um, you know, something kind of near term that's coming up is our Shop for Good promotion, um, August 4th through the 9th, where we're really just trying to create this conversation around um, how it's so easy to shop for the items that nonprofits need off their Amazon wish list. Just click, click from your sofa, and then you've helped eliminate that operational expense for a nonprofit, which is huge for them. Um, and then also, like Nicole mentioned, our YP Mixer um, is coming up August 6th. And then, you know, in the fall, we'll be, um, we're going to be talking about a season of giving. Um, it, giving Tuesday is the largest global day of giving, December 3rd. Um, and it's actually eclipsed December 31st as the highest day of giving worldwide. So um, we're excited to generate the conversation not only about giving back, but also just how you can how the nonprofits in the city can come together to um, to do a lot of good in December. Love it. Amazing. Uh, so, yeah, tell us how we could get a hold of you and 
how, how people can engage and be a part of this great thing. Yeah, well, since I'm the one who runs our social media, it would be <laughs> it, would, it would be a mess not <laughs> to plug story. here, right? Yeah. So um, follow us on any of the major social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're all over it. Um, we're Share CLT on Twitter and Share Charlotte on Instagram and Facebook. We're super easy to find, and um, we really keep all of our upcoming events and um, all of our nonprofit partners' upcoming events um, you know, we're constantly talking about them. So if you want to see what's coming up next for us, just follow us on social media and that's the easiest way to get to us. Yep. I would say sign up for our weekly email, um, Sunday share, because what this is, is all about what our nonprofit partners are doing. The whole email is like, what's coming up that next week about their events, ways you can donate to them and ways you can get involved. So if you want an easy way to just check out on a Sunday to see, you know, Hey, how could I give back this week? What's cool? What's happening? Um, that's the way to do it. Yeah. So you can scroll down to the bottom of our website on the right hand side. It'll just ask you to um, put in your email and you're signed up. And the next Sunday, you'll have a, a dose of good in your inbox. So. Oh, look at that. Boom. A dose Boom. of good. Always on brand. Fantastic. <laughs> you guys are on it. Well, I love um, what you guys have done. I, it, the Dunstan Group, we really try to be a part of the community and a part of the nonprofits. And it's really cool to see somebody that's kind of taken that burden away from trying to find what you're passionate about or find you know, the organization that you want to work with, um, because that I think is the hardest thing, right? Like, uh, and I've, I love your analogy on speed dating. That's hilarious. <laughs> so if anybody wants a speed date for a charity, we got it coming up on August 6th. You can find one. And if you can't, guess what? There's probably 350 yeah. other ones that you can find on their website. So thank you, Melissa, Nicole, for joining us. Uh, we will obviously share this information uh, and, and look forward to, to all the good that you guys are doing as well. Uh, if you are listening, we really appreciate all of you. And, and if, please like this. Please share this. Please share the, the story of Share Charlotte. Please help Melissa, Nicole, and their entire team and all of the organizations that they represent. Go to their website. Check it out. You know, um, I tell people all the time, if you're struggling in life, go find something that makes you happy. And giving back and donating your time and being a part of a charity will give you purpose. And I promise you, you will wake up the next day and feel better and then you'll want more. So that's my challenge to everybody that's listening. Go find an organization in Charlotte. Go find an organization if you're outside of Charlotte. It doesn't matter. But really remember that if you create an opportunity for your community, if you do something in your community and nothing is too small, like don't think that you have to go out there and raise a hundred grand. Literally, just do something good every day. And if you support a local charity, I promise you, your life will be better. The city will be better. The community will be better. And, uh, and it's awesome. So again, thank you guys so much for joining us. Can't wait to follow it. And uh, y'all have a great one. Thank you so much thank for having you. us. Thank you. Thank you for making Charlotte such a great place to be. Thank you. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.